Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, which of course means it is time for the Lulz Band to get back together. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Brick75, a.k.a. Brian Hooper. How are we doing tonight? Good, good, good. How are you doing? Doing good, man. It feels like, you know, the world moves so fast. Every time we check in, uh, it seems like we've had another paradigm shift in sports or news or culture. So, uh, you know, just, just trying to stay afloat. Yeah, uh, it does. It's Things are changing quick. Um, but hopefully they'll change back soon. <laughs> <laughs> so but i mean look we we have been very content to have the world watching our sport league of legends dfs i mean the prize pools are just getting massive right now yeah they're um the 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 like mid or mid and high stakes are going up uh since since the uh pandemic hit and the nightly big tournament has been 50 or 100k pretty much every night for what like seven days now something like that. yeah so what of uh you know the big thing last week we had awesome on um we had started to talk about a little bit of funny business potentially going on in league of legends um i think you know as a show that tries to stay away from toxicity sometimes we also have to call it out and you know you can't just put lipstick on a pig. Sometimes we just got to get in there and root it out. Brian, where do you stand now one week later? I know you've been deep in the lab a little bit. You've been looking at some of this line movement. Um, I guess I'll let you say this on a scale of zero to 100, what percentage chance do you think there's funny business of some sort going on? Okay. That's, that's a good way to put it. Uh, I would say any, any kind, right. It could be any, any form of funny business. Like I, that, that I'd have to put pretty high. I'd probably put that at like 70% or something that there's some yeah. sort of <clears throat> be it a individual or team or someone in the league or something with the uh, servers, you know, who knows doing it, you know, since they're at home now. So why don't, I'd say for the casual casual fans who have been playing League of Legends, they have definitely noticed, um, just even from their own experience, a high volume of these favorites, let's say 70% and higher favorites. We say 70%, we're talking about implied closing Vegas line, their odds, losing. And of, of late, we've seen you know some specific teams like RNG uh, in the LPL continually lose now three of four as 70% plus favorites. Um, talk to people a little bit about kind of the research you were doing looking at late breaking line movement. Well, there's not much we can really do to figure out what's going on, you know, as just DFS gamblers, but you can at least attempt to look at line movement and see what's happening. And so you know, Vegas line, sportsbook lines work where they, they release a line early in the day or the night before, and it's it's small market. It's a small market, a small, small limit on that market. So whatever, $500 or something is the max you can bet. And throughout the day, they, they take in money and then raise that limit as they get closer to uh, the lock time, the start of the game. And that's when the biggest amount of money can be bet. So sometimes late movement in lines can tell you something's up, like a player's hurt or something, you know, like in football or something like that, or, uh, you know, football is not so much because they have, they have to release the lines an hour in, but who knows some, some inside information can happen or, uh, you know, for some reason the line movement can change. 
And that doesn't necessarily tell us what we want to know, but it's nice to keep track of and see, um, you know, what is happening in the wee hours of the night. And, um, you know, honestly, and the, the problem with late line movement too, is it could just be some big betters betting, uh, uh, on a, on on some mispriced lines, you know, it could just be that that they're putting down heavy money on it. And you know, contrary to popular opinion, at least I think this is popular opinion, sports books don't move their lines because of a lot of people betting it or the public bets it. They move their line because the sharp players uh, are betting it. And so they like sites like Pinnacle know which players are winning players and losing players, and they'll they'll adjust their lines based on what they bet not what just some random guy bets. Um, and then the retail books like Bovada and the smaller books that'll ban you, you know, if you sneeze on a, a, a winning line, um, they just copy Pinnacle. They just, or they just copy the market leader in that sp specific sport. So um, when Penny moves their lines, something's going on. And, but it might just be that they're moving their lines because the line was mispriced. And so the only actual evidence we have is that night of uh, Rogue Warriors where we, Yan, you know, we obviously was, we know for a fact was throwing the game has been suspended for two years. And in that game, um, up until 11 o'clock central, the line moved in their favor. So if the line moves in their favor, you would think, um, why you know, why, why, okay, if the line moves on the team that you want to lose, you should be betting on the other team. So, well, there is one thing I, cause I wasn't keeping track of this back then because I had no idea that yeah. you know, there was going to be uh, someone caught cheating in this in rocket league too. There was a team got cheating or taking a dive. Um, so I wasn't keeping track. So I stopped at 11. So we don't know what happened in those last three hours or whatever, but you know, you could speculate that they could buy the line up during the day, especially when the markets are small. And if, if there's someone that Pinnacle is going to move the line for, and then you smash a live line or you smash the line five minutes before lock uh, on the other side. Um, so, or, or they could just bet it in an off market sports book. Right. And, and the penny is just like regular sharp betters. And they didn't know that not anything was going on. They were betting RW. So, Let's let's pull back a little bit. Uh, I think, like you said, our our one piece of hard evidence is we know uh, Weehan uh, was match fixing. We know that some of these line movements look fishy. They don't necessarily mean anything um, necessarily, but they do kind of you know sound the alarm bells a little bit. I think the question that most DFS players are going to ask, you know, in general, the blanket feelings be like, okay, this is rigged. I don't want to play this game. I can't trust this game. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is, though, um, I, maybe this is naive of me, uh, if this is rigged uh, from a betting perspective, I have a hard time believing that whoever's rigging it is also dabbling in DFS to take advantage of it. Would you say that even if it is rigged, that at least the DFS players are all playing under the same playing field still? Yeah, that's basically what you got to, how you got to... Um applied unless you could figure out a way to figure out what's going on um or somehow you you know the person who's who's bribing them and you can ask them you know like there there's there's no there's nothing you could do about it and so since it is an even playing field you know theoretically it shouldn't matter that much but i would still you know we don't have any evidence besides the two the two uh the rocket league incident and the wee yan incident so we don't know for sure what is going on. So we can't really prove anything, but you could, um, you could like playing a contrarian style, which you're gonna, which you should do anyways, you know, in, in our opinion, um, might, you might wanna do that even more. And so another thing that's been going on besides, besides, besides we and our, our RNG um, is just the amount of upsets. Yeah, right. Yeah. And this could, you know, this could just be variance. And, you know, sometimes a bunch of 85% favorites lose uh, night after night for two weeks straight. And the just the amount of I put this on my Twitter, the correlation matrix that I showed on one of my tweets, where 
you know, just to explain it a little bit, it's, it was, this is how many upsets there were. Normally the, you know, the odds to win the money line that, that, that the sports book puts out is, you know, one for one correlated for how they will win. So like if a team went, you know, a 70% chance to win, they basically have like a 70% chance to win. If you lower that, you know, then, then the correlation would go down. Right. So these upsets have been happening so frequently that that's been flipped. So the more Vegas predicts someone to win, the less likely they are to win in the last two weeks. If that yeah. makes, does that make sense? Like yeah. compared to win, win, wins and losses of what actually occurred. Yeah. And I, I think the takeaway, you know, Brian mentioned it, you know, being contrarian, which, you know, we've said you should probably be doing as is, but I'll, most of the projections you're using, regardless of which site's projections are going to be factoring in Vegas lines into their projections. So obviously those are going to skew towards the heavy teams. It's why everyone feels so burned by RNG. They've been popping as great values um, because that's reflected in the Vegas projection. So you as a player, if you're hand building, you need to be looking, uh, you know, Osmo has that top stacks tool, which is a really convenient way to see how owned these stacks are going to be. And if you're looking at these favorites and see super high ownership, you know, those might be opportunities, especially in the LPL um, with those heavy kill games to, to look more contrarian with your hand builds, knowing that those projections are just reflecting to a large extent, the Vegas odds. Yeah. Yeah. I would think, I don't know exactly how Alex builds his, but um, I imagine they're probably baked in there some to some extent and whoever else is putting them out there. I mean, normally you would. So, so, um, you know, maybe this is a good time to talk about, uh, outlaw golf really in the comparison between the two, since that's kind of the only other everyday sport or three times a week sport. I've heard people say, well, outlaw golf is even more likely to be, uh, rigged because their prize pool for the actual golfers was less than the DK prize pool for us DFS players, which is yeah. insane that you can make more. It, it, but if you think about it now, the prize pools are so big in league of legends, they're bigger too, because you can make a hundred grand in one night in DFS. That's way more than these guys are getting paid, you know, in one night in league of legends. But the reason I think it's not apples to apples is, in League of Legends, I looked this up. Like last year, there was like, uh, I'm sorry, not League of Legends, esports. There was like eight billion dollars gambled, right? In in on esports worldwide. You know, that's not huge, but that's a pretty big market. And I bet it's you know way up this year. It was projected to go way up anyways, and now with the coronavirus, it's probably double that. So the market is way more liquid, you know, or you know, a lot larger than than than. Um, than the outlaw sports, the outlaw golf tour, right? And yeah. the most popular lines for golf are generally like the winning winner, winner take all uh, lines. And those lines are usually one way lines. So you can't bet the loser, right? So who's gonna tank? You can't pay someone to win. They're trying <laughs> to win anyways, right? So you can yeah, only yeah. pay them to tank and you, it does you no good because there's no two way lines. Um, you know, you, you mentioned this, a few minutes ago before we came on the stream that maybe they could do it a head to head head to heads, but I don't think any books are offering that and for outlaw golf. Yeah. And, um, so like the, 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 so the, the market's so small, I bet the limits are tiny. I haven't looked, but I yeah. doubt you're going to be able to get enough money down on some site, even if there was a two way line, two, two way lines, which there aren't. So like outlaw golf, I would be like, I would have no worries playing on that besides it's just some they could they could stop the tournament you know and say this thing's over you know um Sajka has coronavirus we gotta go that's the only guy i know who played on the pga tour who's in that playing this week it is it's funny to think about i mean well i'm gonna check it on the chat here first you know eric johnson saying i wish uh we could get real sports back because we're talking about match fixing in league of legends we're talking about just very small markets in outlaw golf. We were playing iRacing a couple weekends ago. A couple guys just rage quit the event. Like all these variables that I guess in a way like rage quitting an event is like twisting your ankle in the first quarter of an NBA game and sitting out. I guess they're kind of similar. <laughs> um, uh, maybe. Maybe. Did you, did you see who we got in chat here? Uh-oh. 
Oh boy. Alex Baker in the chat. He just revealed more in that one comment than he did the entire show last week. Um, Let's check in on a few other uh, chats here because we got people catching up with our uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, Orlando Crown says even Vegas is guessing at this point. Burgerfan69, nice, says, could it be these heavy favorites just experiment more against weaker teams? Um, the reason I would say not necessarily the case for RNG is because they've been battling for a playoff spot. And aren't they on the fringe right now of getting in? And, and also all these kind of um, arguments we hear against, and you know, no, we're not saying definitively anything one way or the other, obviously, but we know there's there's been some cheating and that's it. But like all these arguments, the, the way it would work in other markets is the market would reflect it. So like, there's, there, you know, I heard a couple where it's like, oh, the game is closer now since the last patch. So there isn't a difference between the teams. It's like, this is an $8 billion, $20 billion market with the sharpest betters taking shots at it. The line would never get to 85-15 if that were the case. It would be butt down by the sharp betters. Right. Right? And, and so like pretty much all these arguments uh, should be reflected in the market. And then, and, and then some, you know, someone will be like, oh, well, maybe a whole bunch of people are betting. That's not how it works. The way it works, the sharp betters move the lines. That's just how, that's how it works. You know, read some sports betting books if you disagree with me. But like, so like, I can't after read- the show's over, we want you to keep watching and then you can go read the sports betting books. <laughs> They're not going to read them. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so what, um, did you have anything else more about Outlaw Golf? I haven't been in the Outlaw Golf streets. Is, has it been a fun sweat for you? It's yeah, it's 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 all right. They're, they they don't update as quickly as um, PGA, obviously, because they're just. I'm assuming they're just calling the course. <laughs> it's not televised, right? They have a leaderboard on their website, which is like you know, like a like a high schooler design type of website, and. Uh, and it updates at by every nine holes. So, um, but it was, it was, it seems quick enough. Um, so, I mean, I like it. I love uh, golf's probably my favorite of the, of the sports. So I, I like it, you know, really quick before, if we, before we move on uh, RNG, I wanted to um, go over their late line movement really quick. Yeah. So last night, they were an 83%, 83.1% favorite, not big adjusted. They moved up two percentage points plus. So people were betting on them up until well, one o'clock last night. I got these numbers. Okay. So okay. they went up to that time. They're, the game before that, they stayed about even, right? The line movement stayed about even. The game before that, and they were 80% favorites. Game before that, they were 85% favorites. The line went down a point and a half. And let's see, I got uh, probably and one. There were 86 point, 86% favorites before that. The line went up one. So, um, and then the one before that, they were 87 point favorites. So, and the line went down 1.2. So the late line movement, the pro- and another problem is like, I'm not staying up till two in the morning to grab these lines. So they're not the actual last closing lines where some craziness can happen who knows but all that you could really see there is that vegas definitely has been less confident in them it's been dropping a couple points you know yeah across the board but the late line movement seems to be all over the place brian how many likes do you need on this video to stay up uh for closing line uh tallying fifteen thousand. There it is, guys. Smash the like button. If this gets 15,000 likes, Brian will go live on Periscope and stay up and announce the line movement he's seeing at lock. You just heard it here first. Um, We will also set, um, uh, I guess it would be a reverse stretch goal. Um, Before the show, Brian told me, he's like, dude, did you check out the lobby? There's $100,000 up top tomorrow, the insomnia special. Uh, $15 entry. And he said, he said, I think I know a guy that you might need in your lineup to win a hundred thousand dollars. And I said, really? I was like, you're just going to tell me. And he said, well, I'll do it. If we get net 35 likes on the show. And I said, net, what about just 35 likes? He said, no, 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 no. net. Cause you never know what assholes are going to come in there and start downvoting. 
So uh, just making sure, Brian, will you hold up your end of the deal? Net 35 likes, a player that you need to win 100,000 tonight? You got it. Yeah. All right. There you go. And once we hit that, then you know your stretch goal, 15,000 likes. Brian will stay <laughs> up around the clock for you. Um, let's circle. We got a question here from Cedric. Uh, he says he is new to LOL. He's wondering if players on a team who win 2-0 are a better target than teams who win 2-1, um, basically citing that games not, games not played bonus uh, being worth it. What are your thoughts on looking at or trying to project 2-0s versus 2-1s? Um, I think, um, you know, actually I haven't really run the numbers on specifically. what The, the thing you, you want is you, want the, you would like the three-gamer right? You want it to go three games, but you want it to go uh, a bunch of kills in that game you lose too. So you don't want, you know, like you win, you win, you get 11 team kills, you lose, you got, you only got two team kills and then you win, you got 11 team kills, right? So like just going three games is not that great. Here's a little tidbit I was thinking about last night is if you go solo D you do want 2-0 because a 20-point bonus or what? Uh, or what's the bonus for defense? Is it 15 or 20? I can't think of it. But either way, I think it's, it's a 20 on – or oh, I think it's 15 on both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, de- for, de- for defense. Um, either way, defenses don't score that many points. Hey, uh, right? just considering this is our 104th show, I just don't want you calling it defense still. <laughs> I'm a team, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, updating my football model, let's say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. That's a, uh, I think that makes sense too. And that's a good uh, note. And especially too, I think if you are hand building lineups, would you say then the fact that we know the LCK um, is a little bit lower scoring, getting maybe your two Oh sweep from an LCK team. Um, maybe there's a little something there. Maybe from the defense. That's what right? I mean. Yeah. Put that, yeah. Put the defense in in that in in that uh, solo team spot. Yeah. And, um, stack up the other ones in the LPL. I mean, but 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 I mean, I've said this before. Like, if if there's value in the LCK, you can stack them up. And they also they they're lesser owned. It seems like every time because you never know who's starting for them, which is another headache. Yeah, three thousand likes brian will stay up and also release the starting lineups for each game (laughs) personally call kenzie how do we not i mean yeah this uh we need we need a kenzie kenzie's guys let me tell you if you're not following kenzie if you don't turn notifications on and translate every one of his tweets i mean they are like a david lynchian fever dream i mean he goes from tweeting out starting lineups to recommending a hotel uh just without missing a beat the guy is an absolute legend yeah yeah i love i love that guy he's 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 a good (laughs) he's um you know he's really one of the few positive forces for good in this community um we one other thing we wanted to talk about um a popular refrain on this show from day one has been four three stacking until further notice four three stacking until further notice brian has our day of reckoning perhaps arrived? I think so. Uh, what do you think before I go? What do you think? So if I'm looking at this $100,000 prize pool and mm-hmm. I think that I can solo ship it with a 4-3 stack, I think I'm an idiot. Yeah, I think I think so. The, so here's, here's one of the, the bigger differences is when we first started this, the prize pools were 60,000, 80,000, something like that. I think one, one of the shows we did, like they finally got up to 100. GP, not, not payout, full GPP. You're going to have, a, you're gonna have you know, a quarter of the amount of players, quarter amount of the entries in, in those smaller GPPs than you do now that they're up to 50 and 100K to first which was the total prize pool before. So the more entries you have, the more combinations of stacks you're playing against. So um, there's just a tremendous amount of dupes going on in these, in, in the big one, the Titans fury, right? That happens every night. 
Real quick, Brian, would you say there's more toxicity in League of Legends or more duplicates? I don't know. I really don't know. It might be duplicates. <laughs> so, Brian, maybe is the next rallying cry of this show to remove the duplicates in League of Legends? Yeah, maybe that that should be our uh, that should that should be our mantra. Toxicity be damned. Don't. Yeah, we do got- we got to get rid of the dupes. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, though. Keep going. Yeah, so, like, the dupe, the dupes thing, though, the only other problem is, like, that dupes, the first lineup is often a dupe. So I don't know yet where the line should be drawn, perfect, to be perfectly honest, of, you know, if this was, like, the NBA, I'd be trying desperately. I don't, I don't want 50, a 50 dupe team or something like that in the NBA. It's not worth it. You know, pretty much any, other, any of the other major sports – um, you know, there's a chance that like you just have to suck it up and and know that your like some of your lineups are going to be dupes, but they're better than you know leaving 10k on the table, something like that. Yeah, I think so. Here's a question, a thought experiment for you. Um, I guess I don't know exactly how to phrase it. I was going to say like what percentage if if a 4-3 lineup uh won the and again you're probably chopping it but a 4-3 lineup won 90% of the time was the top lineup on a slate. Um or I guess what percentage threshold would compel you to still be building a majority 4-3 lineups? Of how many how many entries are in yeah, let's 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 talk just like the big contest, the Titan, the you know whatever. When you're you can put in 150, the big prize up top. Obviously, there's right now there's enough um, you know variations, some four two ones, three three ones yeah. that are winning that make that a worthwhile goal. But I'm just saying, like if the frequency was higher for yeah. four threes winning, it, would it just be like the game is almost broken and that the settings need to be changed because there's no way around it? Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. Is they, you know, they didn't know how. <laughs> obviously, no one could have guessed that this was going to happen, and the game was working perfectly fine for 200, 300 person entry um, GPPs, which is what they were before. You know, maybe some of their bigger ones were seven hundred or something like that. I would I would guess, um, and you know that you, then you just four three and you just hope everyone else doesn't. They don't know it. They don't yeah. know it work. Now they like everybody, uh, probably 80 or 90% of all, no, probably more than that. Probably 90 some percent of all lineups are four, three or four, two. Yeah. I real quick need to, um, before the chat gets trolled, um, Drew Matthews in the chat, uh, he's trolling you guys. Uh, he's also known as Redicheek on the DFS sites, uh, has been known to take down a tournament or two. This guy has never put the team in his captain slot. So don't listen to him tell you that that is preferred. Um, he said defense too. So he's, yeah, because he, he was double trolling. He, he's trolling you. It's really oh, just a, an all around toxic comment. Although someone mentioned, is this the night of team captain Binks? Uh, Jake Harry says that because that's been your theory for a while. I think I we, we want this to happen. Yes. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of people will be four threes with team captain and, uh, team in the captain slot that'd be nice um one other thing someone asked here in the comments that i wanted to touch on uh eric says four three stacking with two adcs in your lineup now i've watched uh some of mr alex osimo baker's videos and i see him really twiddling the knobs trying to force these adcs and mids into his lineups um brian would you say that osimo doesn't trust his own projections to just let the lineup shake out how they may? Or why is this man that we've known to see atop the leaderboards trying to force these certain position groups into his captain? First of all, he's not a man. He's an android. <laughs> That's true. But, we did establish that. And whatever his programming tells him, he must do. He must obey. But there's probably the reason he does that is because there's more to DFS than just projections, right? And plugging them into an optimizer and hitting optimize. So uh, he you know, he said this in a bunch of his videos that, that there's so much more upside with an ADC. And so he wants as much upside when they go off that you get the most points possible in the captain slot. Um, you know, which is a fine, a fine. Don't option. hold back, Brian. Don't hold back. 
I'm not, I'm not holding back. I'm just saying, like, I just, I, so I just talked about how many damn dupes there are. Yeah. Like, you're going to dupe with, you're going to dupe, like, with two ADCs. Like, that's not going to, that's not going to not dupe you. Sorry, who said that? Well, well did, Eric. We, we uh, yeah, no, the, the, uh, the ADC question was Eric, but I think Osimo found a workaround for the dupes, and that's just to outdupe the dupes. He had two of the top winning lineups the other night. So I think Osimo is just going to outdupe us all. Yeah, honestly, that that is the second option. Is if you enter 150 lineups, enter 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 53 times. I'm not even joking. <laughs> no, if, I know you're not joking. That's why I'm laughing because it, it might actually be viable. Yeah, it, I mean, if the game is broken and like the correlations are so strong that trying to solo first is like going to cost you, you know, entry fee or after entry fee, and it's not, you're never going to be able to bank often enough to make it up. Well then if you bank bank three times, there you go. 2,600, you at least get like 10 grand out of it. Yeah. Alex said he's been accidentally doing this, but maybe it's just, he's trying to get one step ahead of us as usual. Well, one of them, I think he did like a hundred of them or something. (laughs) I think, I think one of them was an accident. I don't know. Sometimes you make that one lineup and you know, the lineup's so nice. You got to run it a hundred times. Androids don't make mistakes. So maybe there is some more to this. Well, maybe he knows, you know, we got guys like Jake Hari writing articles about Osimo's lineup construction. He's got to throw people off the scent every once in a while with a hundred lineup train. That's right. Yeah, I think, and Jake, Jake's been silent after those articles. I wonder if he got, you know, he, he had to, you know, zip it up or else, you know, he's still there. He's still working for him, I think, but that could have been a mistake. Yeah. You know. If if Alex is going to continue furnishing all of his various home offices with League of Legends sponsored chairs, Jake can't be giving away the goods like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, we got Lou Sherman, my boy Lou Dog Lou, man of the esports streets. Uh, I also love everyone in the chat is now all caps locking team. I think uh, in a reaction to you calling it the defense, <laughs> they really want to emphasize that. Uh, Lou passes along team literally has a ceiling because of the game. It's limited in the amount of objectives versus kills, which are uh, much actually uh, are, are actually higher ceiling, which yeah. uh, makes sense. And I think that's what Brian and I were saying. I mean, we understand the nuances of the game inside now. Sometimes it just doesn't come across in what we're saying. Yeah. And sometimes we say defense instead of team, but I mean, I've ran some standard deviation in, in uh, numbers and team is like significantly lower. And, you know, what we've been saying since, episode 100 uh don't put team in the don't put team in the captain slot and i don't i still don't think we're there i'd much rather do a 421 or something else similar than team in the captain slot yeah do you guys uh you know if you follow uh levitan uh during football season he'll often talk about playing like a slot wide receiver adam humphreys is like a double condom move putting team in your captain is like a quadruple condom move <laughs> okay, so just don't do it, guys. Uh, we got uh, Brijal Patel saying, is correlating ADC and support a bad thing? Can you guys also explain this new meta thing I've been hearing about? Oh, yeah, we can definitely explain that. The bottom of the map is better with the new patch. Another thing I think Brian uh, could definitely go deep on. The floor is all yours. Oh, yeah, yeah the, oh, the new patch. I know everything there is to know about it. But, you know, that's boring. So, uh <laughs> I won't talk about talk about the patch, but I will I will reiterate what I said before: is people thinking that the patch is the reason for the upsets. That's not it. But oh. there, there could be upsets, but Vegas would catch on, sportsbooks would catch on quicker. So I don't I don't give a shit about the patch in relation to the Vegas odds. Um, the correlation, the ADC and support. Uh, no, okay, we're talking we're talking the Titans Fury here, the big the big one. When we're talking that, you gotta I think you you gotta do one or two strategies: go crazy with relaxing your correlations or do 50 lineups three times. So that's in the Titans Fury. What you were talking about, I don't know, 10 minutes ago, five minutes ago, if we're getting like, you know, a a thousand entry tournament, you know, 500 to 2000, maybe you don't have to be, you don't have to be nearly as crazy to try to solo that. Yeah. 
It, it actually now is making me think when I have seen in, in not the Titans Fury, but the smaller contests, and I'll see someone that has like the same lineup in there 10 times. My first inclination is it's, oh, this was a mistake. I mean, are, are, do you think some people are consciously already doing this? Yeah, people people do it in showdowns in the NFL all the time, and they do it in uh, they do it in all, uh, pretty much every sport, even sports they definitely shouldn't. I don't think you should do it in showdown NFL, by the way. But um, this is this is there's so many combinations with showdown NFL. There's not yeah. There's 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 a decent amount. The 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 thing about this is there's only five people per team, right? And that's, that doesn't leave a lot of combinations. And when everyone's stacking, that turns a team basically into like two or three players. Yeah. Because it's just one stack. That's just like, so there's not that many ways around it. There's, there's even less players. They, they need to add like an assistant captain or something like that, like we were talking about before. Um, you know, uh, maybe even, maybe even, maybe even two slots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of future um, LOL stuff and changes, uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but now in the lobby, we have qualifiers for an upcoming League of Legends online final, which uh, online championship. Uh, it's to be determined when the date's going to be. It says a $400,000 online championship. Um, when you see a $400,000 uh, online championship, what do you think first place is? 400,000, probably 150. Yeah, 150. Uh, I don't know how many tickets they're going to end up issuing. They do have uh, qualifiers at a few different price points. There's a dollar one tonight that has, oh, only less than 60 spots left if you want to get in that. Um, they have a 34, a 63, uh, and a 151. Brian, are you excited about the online championship? Sure. Yeah, why not? Get it. Get in some good ones before uh... – before the other sports start to come back. I heard they're hosting it at um, the online Playboy Mansion. So everyone just kind of pulls up a Google image of the Playboy Mansion and it's it's basically just like all the other live finals. Not, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure that'll be fun for everybody. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, it will be exciting for the first live final I make it to, to be an online live final. Um, DraftKings, if you're listening, I'd like to MC it. I think Lowell's would be uh, a great MC for the online championship. And uh, I think this community we built uh, could really take the event to the next level. What do you think? Oh, well, let's do it. I'm sure they're, they're, they'd be thrilled to have us professional who just, who just did 20 minutes on there's rigging in, the, in, yeah. in League of legends. All right. I got to give a shout out to a guy in the comments, Eric Johnson. He was, uh, you know, much like Danny Woodhead back in his days. He was the first one in the building. Uh, first comment. Uh, he also told us a few minutes ago he was leaving to go play poker, but he's back saying he wants real sports, please. So, Eric, I appreciate that you're still here and that we are so irresistible that even when you state that you're going to leave, you can't bring yourself to leave. That's the kind of staying power we have here at Lulz. What a what a wonderful guy. Thanks. Thank you, Eric. You know, maybe did he ask a question we haven't answered yet? No, no. We got them all. I think we yeah, got them all. Yeah, we go. Um Oh, I did want to just one final button on the 4-3. Uh, I think we all agree that if you're trying to solo ship uh, a big contest, that's going to be very, very, very hard to do with 4-3. What are your thoughts on 20 max, 3 max, single entry? Uh, I assume it's more viable there, but but what do you think? Yeah, because they're going to have less less total entries in it. Anything with less total entries um... – you know, then you could go, then you could, you could stick with a four, three, um, or, you know, four, two, one, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be afraid of a four, two, one. And, you know, if it's got 500 plus, uh, entries, um, I don't care if it's a single entry three max, just as long as there's not 25,000 people in it. Yep. Yep. So there you go. So when we, when we say, um, you know, we're updating our refrain four, three stacking, if smaller contests, and if you're not a simp that's looking to split a hundred thousand with ninety other people, yes, yeah, that's that sounds about that sounds about where I'm at. Um, I do want to just check in on our like count, and uh, it's looking like as of right now, you know, we got maybe we'll be around for twenty or so more minutes. I don't think Brian's gonna have to give up the goods on his pick. 
to help you win a hundred thousand night. We're only at a net 17 likes. Um, I set the goal a little higher this week. Um, you know, last week, I think we had net 30. The show is growing at a rapid pace. Um, we have 37 people watching right now. All it, all it takes is all of those individuals to like, and Brian will release the goods, but, um, that's all I got to say. Do you want to threaten people? Now, uh, <laughs> um, it's probably because my like last two weeks picks have been garbage. <laughs> no one's like, I don't want it. I think like I had that one where I had ad got like 0.4 points or something. Hey, Brian, when we're trying to sell people um, yeah. liking and for you to give them the pick, you're, you're not supposed to kind of just debase your own picks. Okay. You just, just, um, can you just do one more take and, and say that you have the nuts and that you refuse to tell them unless we get their 35 likes. Thank you. Yeah. I'll give the nuts out guaranteed winners. If we get the 35 net likes. Okay. Um, I will say Eric has been uh, requesting that real sports come back in the chat. Um, you know, I would say esports are real sports too. However, uh, we do like other sports. We had a false start thanks to Dana White on UFC. I thought we were going to potentially be getting that a week from Saturday. That's not happening. But Brian, it does appear that at least with golf, we have a date on the books that I think think we can maybe circle with some kind of certainty yep uh june 11th based on pga tour reporting um the golf digest this brian wacker fellow looks like that wacker says it man yep um looks like that that's where they're shooting for june 11th so what do we got two months from now yeah. Two months. Although Dana White is now back out here promising, I think it's a mid-May. He's he's said now they're going to host them at the UFC facilities in Las Vegas, even though the existing Las Vegas, you know, gaming commission has said, you know, no events until further notice. This is all I'll say about Dana White, guys. Uh, we said this last week. I mean, I really appreciate his optimism. I really appreciate his enthusiasm. But let's just not hang our hats on anything he says as being gospel because all it does is lead to, like, I wanted there to be UFC coming next week. That would have been really fun. But it wasn't a reality. And so I just need Dana White to cool it with the false promises. Like when my parents told me we, were, we could get a dog someday and then Christmas rolls around, and they didn't. Uh, that's where I'm at. You want to actually know what's so sick about this story, Brian? So okay. my, my brother and I wanted a dog so bad. Mm -hmm. My parents did the ultimate troll, the ultimate toxic move. They got a stuffed animal life-size dogs. And I kid you not, we came down for Christmas. They were these Doberman Pinscher stuffed animals. I think they got them from Costco, literally life-size. I freaked the hell out. I thought there was just a perfectly behaved Doberman Pinscher underneath my Christmas tree. And it was a goddamn stuffed animal. My Dana White pulled my parents' move circa 1997, and I will not stand for it. Wow. It's, um, he triggered you, huh? He triggered me. Do you think, do you think he's going to be the first? Let's consider, consider them a major sport. Do you think they're going to be first if you had to bet an over-under? of uh who's gonna come back do you think he's just gonna he's just gonna by sheer force of will make something happen i do because i think if like this next one gets shut down i swear to god he'll rent like a minivan and smuggle like two fighters in there and like stream it on his own periscope like he he just does not want to take the l on this yeah. and he's gonna force something through somehow yeah yeah he's on that he's on the trump's uh, uh whatever commissioner's board too <laughs> yeah. so he's trying so hard how ridiculous is that board? You know, it's like the main sports commissioners. And then, you know, we got Dana White on there. And then Jerry Jones. We just have Jerry Jones on there for some reason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to throw Jerry in there, I guess. Yeah. I just imagine like Trump sending him a text and be like, you know, hey, Jerry, I'd love to have you. It's a great <laughs> board. You'd be great. Um, Maybe it's the uh, other way around. Like, how am I not on this fucking board? Yeah, uh, Patel says in the chat, this has been another thing about how <laughs> the WWE was able to host their event because they were consider considered an essential business. Right, yes, in Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. How is, I mean, how is that more essential than MMA? 
I know. And it's even, yeah, you would think it would be even less of a kind of a production footprint than WWE. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we've said this on, on, on other episodes, like they, they turn over each time and like the, yeah, the fighters do can, can combat each other or, or touch each other, but you know, there's only what tw- 20 of them in a night, something yeah. like that. And then everyone, the whole, the whole staff is turned over. The whole stadium's turned over. I mean, if a sport's gonna take a crack at it, you know, I could see them doing it. You know, another one is baseball. Yeah. Like they, cause they either have, they, they either have to try something soon, right? Like, you know, bef- probably before, before the PGA's June 11th date or, or they just got to pack it up. It gets too cold. Yeah. Or just massively shorten the season. Yeah. They, they, they could do like a, what, a 30 game season. Like I might become a diehard baseball fan if I only had to commit to 30 games. 30 games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they would at least get some money. Like, I don't know how they work out the pay for the play, you know, set, uh, for the players. So they get a full salary for thirty games play. Either way, like they have to try it. They have to try to get out there, even if it's just like one of those crazy ideas of just playing in Arizona. Everybody, just like the outlaw call. Yeah. <laughs> just like the outlaw and playing all the, the the spring trainings. But but the point I'm trying to make is they get they have to try something or or they're done. They're you know it gets too yeah. it gets too cold already uh in the world series yeah um and i think you i think one interesting thing is going to be i think you know because a lot of these leagues are obviously faced with a similar predicament and some of them have more variables they have to deal with than others to get things working but i do really think you're going to see the creativity the out of the box the progressive thinking highlighted by these organizations and which are the ones that can be flexible be adaptable. I know people didn't love the horse competition or whatever, but at least they're trying, you know, they're thinking of stuff. And the thing I keep coming back to, we all love sports. At the end of the day, sports is entertainment. We like this version of entertainment and there's nothing to say that they can't package these things up in different ways under the circumstances and still provide us with entertainment. And I think we're going to really see which of these, you know, organizations are actually capable of, of being creative. Yeah, my I, I, my guess is not none of them. <laughs> I think they know how to do one thing, and that's the product they've been doing for a hundred years. Like I, I, I don't, I don't see them doing doing anything. You know, they have to play each other. Like they need, they need the athletes out in public. And uh, maybe, the, maybe, maybe they'll come up with some stuff. And the, the ones that do already, ba- already basketball. They could do the same thing like with a three-point contest. Like you don't have to really be in the same stadium to have a three-point contest either. Yeah. So you could do that. You could definitely do a dunk contest. Yeah. That would probably yeah. be the coolest one. And the thing is, is like, you know, I think what's kind of stinks, right, is that a lot of them are kind of in a holding pattern right now. They're trying to see, you know, are regulations and stuff going to get relaxed so they can proceed as usual. But I'd rather them start planning a really sick dunk contest a month in advance, you know, like lay the groundwork for that. So that can happen and we can all look forward to it and enjoy it and gamble on it as opposed to just being like, Oh, we'll just wait a month. Hopefully it clears up. And then we get a month later and like, yeah, we got nothing. It's like, let's start getting some of these alternative ideas in motion now. Well, what can you do with baseball? I don't know. (laughs) I think they're screwed. Yeah. Right. They, they have to get out there. NASCAR's NASCAR is probably doing the best the best job with the i racing that that well, that is on DraftKings. Kyle Larson might disagree. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I love that! Like these NASCAR guys, all they did was ask them to play a video game at home, and they yes. can't do it without rage quitting, without throwing around racial epithets. Like yep. it's just a disaster. That didn't. That couldn't really have gone worse. Like seriously, <laughs> like what else could have happened? And yeah. and and they crashed. I I sent a tweet out about this. They crashed. I think in the first eighteen laps. They crashed like almost every single lap, really, because it it added up because once you crash, you have to do the caution laps and you're going around (laughs) and they count those. So it was basically they'd start, crash, start, crash, start, crash, bubble walls, rain quench, start, crash, start, crash. 
it was it was just a clusterfuck the, the entire yeah. thing i thought it was kind of fun if they could just be a little bit better and not crash every other lap it could actually yeah. be it is wild i mean people said it i mean someone won a hundred thousand dollars on that contest two weeks ago it's amazing did, did they solo ship that i don't remember I believe he did. I believe the guy solo shipped it. Imagine like tell like for me, like, okay, you, you've won tournaments. Imagine me going and telling like the people in my life, I'm like, yes, yeah, so I, I had a huge, huge takedown. And they're like, Oh yeah, how much? It was like hundred thousand. They're like, Holy shit, a hundred thousand. They're like, is, is that that new League of Legends stuff you've been doing? I'm like, no, no, this was um this was men um that are actual race car drivers that were playing a video game that some of them have just picked up for the very first time. Uh, and they're like, what, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, but let's just not ask questions. I think that's how it would go. Well, what would you tell them if you want a league of legends, hundred K? Um, I'd say another day at the office, honey. <laughs> 16 year old Asian guys playing a game, but there is a difference. They play a ton and they're actually talented at it as opposed to these, these uh, NASCAR guys who looks like they literally just, just tried to start playing at some of them i know that is that is the thing it would be like it would, it would literally be like if we said all right the nba guys are going to start playing league of legends and we are all going to bet tens of thousands of dollars on it collectively yeah. <laughs> it'd be like watching you know lebron james try to control the mid lane it would be nba, NBA 2k yeah and those guys I get the vibe that those guys play a lot of NBA. Teams. Yeah, no, no. Well, just like this, the NASCAR looks like uh, Wilson, uh, Byron, and um, Timmy Hill looks looks like they're pretty good at it. You know, they're heavy favorites, and they're Timmy Hill's not good in real life, that's for sure. Um, or uh, I mean, I shouldn't say that <laughs> compared to uh, the top NASCAR drivers, but uh, I, I I bet I bet it's like NBA 2K doesn't want it, that to happen. Like they don't want to be involved in gambling. But if they did make it happen, there'd be 100K to first in that on DraftKings. You know yeah. there would be. Yeah. The um, the funny thing is, <laughs> the reason there's like, I mean, I think people are coming into League of Legends. Um, they're playing a little while. If they don't immediately win, they feel a little snake bitten. But then they just throw in the lobby, oh, there's something new. It's it's NASCAR guys playing iRacing. They're like, okay, I'll max enter that just because it's the shiny new thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they, they, I mean, they, they've all filled, they've all filled. It does seem like we've gotten towards some sort of cap on this, right? Like, it, it, like League of Legends is kind of, they've kind of figured out how much they can get in the championship. Um, Counter-Strike and uh, has kind of plateaued, it looks like, in their prize pools. They're not really going any higher. Um, Rocket League has a big one coming up this, this weekend. Um but it doesn't seem like we're going to get, I think my million dollar League of Legends idea, uh, although I did, I didn't think it was a dog. I, I, I think there was a, a lesser chance than I thought that that, that, that was going to happen. Unfortunately, I think we've kind of plateaued the amount of people that they can get. Yeah. I do just want to talk about just kind of a, kind of a tender moment happening right now in the chat. You know, Eric, I gave you um, a little bit of crap um for saying you wanted to leave and still being here you just ask if you play video games are you considered an athlete producer taylor hopped in and told him that he could be and i just want to say that that is is a touching moment it speaks to the community we've built here we've taken people that are perhaps jaded about video game playing we've built them up we've built this sport up we have normalized it we have made it a thing that you can feel comfortable going to the people in your life and telling them I bet on esports. I am an esports athlete. Brian, how hard should we pat ourselves on the back for moving uh, this stigma of esports towards something positive? I think we should take 100% um, responsibility for that that wonderful action. Is is um is is uh, a pool a sport? Pool, billiards, billiards. Yeah. NASCAR. Of course. Of course. NASCAR is a sport. Yeah. Um, golf. Golf's a sport, right? Golf's a sport. Okay. Is poker a sport? I would have to say chess and poker are not sports. Okay. All right. Um, 
Yeah, no hand-eye coordination being used. What about in that speed chess? Those guys are moving fast. Yeah, I guess that's true. Maybe speed chess. Maybe speed chess qualifies. Plus, you can burn like, I don't know, 30 calories doing that or something. Yeah. Uh, Taylor says, is fishing a sport? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say regular fishing, no. Not like just deep, but I will say fly fishing because it meets Brian and I's criteria of needing some hand-eye coordination. Yeah, I think you need some hand-eye coordination. Um, some strategery, which do you need in fishing, I'm told. Yeah. Um, well, Brian, I mean, I don't know if you've seen, but there have been, it seems like a lot of fantasy people who are leaving sites right now um, is now the time for me to announce Uh-oh. <laughs> that I will be doing lulls until the day I die because I love <laughs> this show and I love you guys. <laughs> Uh wow, you you scared me. I thought I thought the great <laughs> Exodus continued on lulls. Be solo ride. I mean, you know me. I follow Siege and everything he does. And if he's quitting, I'm quitting. <laughs> I was gonna announce I was leaving uh Awesomeo 2.0, my my site I was trying to start, but um I didn't think enough people would get that reference. Yeah, because it's it's awesome 2.0, remember? Oh right, right, right. I yeah. that, you, you gave me a better even better URL that I should have yeah. went with. Um, yeah, so like I'm, I'm checking Twitter right now to see if there's been any more defections, but <laughs> looks like we got about three or so people leaving uh, some daily fantasy sites. Um, Do you uh, think it's just a pro, uh, a byproduct of kind of the fantasy industry being in this weird kind of tumultuous spot, or do you think it's just independent of that? Yeah, it, it, maybe. And maybe it's just a maybe it's just a coincidence, and there's nothing to any of this stuff. Um, you know, obviously the elite fantasy guys that Tommy G kind of had a long uh, conspiracy thread he posted where maybe that is the reason that they didn't like want to stay there. Um, that is pure speculation. Um, oh, Marcus and, in the comment says it's now that everyone's got their stimulus checks, they don't need to get their fantasy money anymore. Yeah, well. I don't know if that's going to hold them over. Maybe there's a, maybe there's another uh, site in the works, and uh, Osmo is going to have some competition from uh, all these defectors. Yeah, I mean, I heard um, Osmo was actually trying to do a coordinated attack on the LOL servers just because he was hemorrhaging subs to our site. Oh, I bet, yeah. And, you know, he could do it just by, you know, a neural connection to the back of his skull. So he doesn't even, it doesn't even take that much effort. Yeah, actually, I just remembered a comment earlier that I forgot to read. Jake said that Osimo uh, was paying him to write up his strategies to proliferate them, and then Osimo would change his strategy. So even though we thought Jake was an independent actor, he's actually part of the whole conspiracy as well. Wow. Uh, I didn't think they'd go that far. But How, uh, how, how deep does the toxicity run in this space? I, I mean, don't know. Just, you know... Maybe there's a connection between Osimo and uh, we and and know? Tom Hanks. Definitely Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I will say. I mean, we we at least indulge. I mean, everyone wants a good conspiracy theory today. I mean, what what more do you, like? You can talk about Tom Hanks all you all you want, but I'd rather talk about RNG baby because those guys are compromised. Yeah, um, that if there was a one uh, one League of Legends team owned by Tom Hanks, most likely it would be RNG. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of the LOL site, the LOL's model, I mean, we are at 28 likes, and um, I will have no problem turning the lights off on this show tonight uh, without the hot, sexy ass pick to help you win a hundred thousand dollars. If we don't get to 35 likes, I mean, we set goals, we set realistic, attainable goals. There's 34 people watching. I even have a like in my chamber. Should I feel like using it? I, from my account, Brian have not liked the video. So theoretically we talk about net likes, net likes could realistically be 34 likes, just depending on how I'm feeling. Um, But right now, people need to step it up if they want it, um, unless you're feeling more generous than I am right now. Um, I, 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 I'm happy to do it. You, it's your call. All right. No, I think, I think we need it. Just that quickly, we're up to 30 likes. Um, we need at least four 
more likes. Um, Brian, have you taken a look at the slate at all for tonight? I did. I did a little uh, crunch before we started. Ran 300 lineups of, of course, our favorite uh, 4-2 now. 4-2 is our generation's 4-3. Exactly, yeah. Whoever was touting 4-3s, 4-2s is the new 4-3s. Um, and Actually, I want to ask this real quick, not to interrupt you, because it's been a hot topic of conversation. How many monitors does Brick 75 have? <laughs> I have. I mean, did you see I tweeted out my setup? I did. I mean, I the reason I'm asking is that there were so many I couldn't count. So I'm just having to ask how many monitors. I, I actually have someone else handle how many there is, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's the one of the closest kept secrets in the industry is how many monitors um do you have the monitor talk has been all the rage have you seen the dave gettleman uh photo no the uh, gm of the giants at his home office with his uh his single computer is that with the big binder yes in front yeah okay yes yeah i didn't know that's so, who that was yeah yeah so he has he has this giant binder and it the funniest thing about these photos they did the the gm of the chargers one too and the, i've noticed the theme of just these two photos. One, they're like clearly in a living room or family room space. There's no dedicated office, clearly, because they're just at the facilities normally all the time. The other thing is, is like no monitor setup. The Chargers guy had like six different laptops. He just had them all open, just little like 12 inch laptops where he was just like, I'll use one laptop for a spreadsheet, one to watch film. Um, and then the other funny thing is, yeah, they're just like in these nice living rooms, completely open space, no quiet. Um, so yeah, this is how these GMs are adapting. They, um, they, they still like, it's Moneyball still hasn't really gotten there, I don't think. I still think they have a lot of old school guys running, running the show for the most part. They might like hire analytics guys, uh, but I doubt they're themselves much, you know, besides a few obvious, few of the obvious ones, but. All right, guys, here we go. I am going to take it upon myself with my mouse. I am about to bring it down to do the ceremonial 35th like, and I swear (laughs) to God, if someone does a dislike, I will, I will retract it. Boom. 35 (laughs) likes. (laughs) You have just unlocked Brick 75's hot, sexy pick to win $100,000 playing the Insomnia special. <sighs> Sorry, Taylor. I just wanted to do your uh, sound effects for you there. That was, that was enlightening. Thank you, buddy. All right. <laughs> All right. Now we have to get to the goods. So I'm liking um, uh, Bigly Giggly Gaming. <laughs> um a decent amount and uh let's see what is their ownership looking not you know fairly reasonable five game slate something like you know 15 percent owned uh i'm not going to be afraid to stack there let's see if i could get my kind of lowest owned uh oh my brian before you yeah. say anything mm-hmm. we are was- not at net 35 likes there was anymore. a dislike wasn't it oh wow this the movement on here is like watching the closing line movement on pinnacle on league of legends action we were just pinging around we are back up to 35 net likes but i will cut brian off should this change <laughs> and um esports is an interesting matchup tonight have you looked at that one at all yeah i have um they because esports it looks like um they're going to be a little more chalkier than E-Star, right? Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, E-Star. The E-Star versus uh, uh, top, top E-Sports. e-sports. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, they're, they're, they're way less chalky, E-Star, yeah. than, than top E-Sports. But, um, I mean, that should be a pretty, uh, pretty fun match to watch, and that'll be in the morning too, right? When you get up, buddy. You'll be oh, uh, yeah. drinking your coffee watching that one. Watching those minions spawn. Yeah, so I mean, E uh, Star was a favorite um, as of six o'clock. Let's let's take a look, which is kind of surprising, don't you think? Because um, I'm assuming um, 
When I had it logged earlier, I had it pulled at E-Star 56% chance, top eSports 48%, so pretty close. Yeah, I have it at E-Star at 56, top eSport 49, no Vic, no uh, with Vig. So, you know, with Jackie Love back, um, that's kind of surprising. So I'd, I'd like to follow that, uh, that late action. Uh, not that I'm going to be staying up that late, but I wonder if that's going to change. But either way, um, the ownership projections are all, again, for Jackie Love, just like they were, what, two days ago or whenever he came back? Yeah. So um, East Star somewhere you could get leverage, um, you know, combined with uh, Bigly Giggly Gaming. Bigly Giggly. Yeah, uh, Bigly looks um... – like they're one of the best values uh, on the slate. It does look like they'll be decently popular. So I do think if you are going to use them, you probably want to get um, creative uh, elsewhere in your lineup. Um, but they do look uh, like one of the better um, better squads. And I will say most, most times on these slates, when FPX is on the slate, they garner a ton of ownership. People love playing FPX. Yeah. Right. And and then they won their last one too. So they had that one sketchy game. <laughs> they had that one sketchy game where there was the late line movement and then they lost as huge favorites. Right. Yeah. If my memory serves. And then, but then they won two to one their last one. So people will probably be right back on the bandwagon. They're always super high owned. Yeah. Um, so, and you know, if for long shots, HLE and um, Griffin. Uh, Griffin are probably the ones I'm going to be taking shots at over um, LGD. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Griffin isn't uh, too bad of a underdog. I had him at a 43% uh, chance. So that's a nice one. If you want to get on the slight side of a coin flip there. Um, yeah, especially in the, um, in the Titans Fury. Yep. Well, there you have it, guys. Another night of lulls. Oh, my goodness. To have that other dislike removed, the clean 36 <laughs> net likes, 35 adjusted when you remove mine. I mean, what a great note to end on. We open the show with Eric Johnson in the chat. We finish it with Eric Johnson in the chat. He still has not gotten to play poker because <laughs> we are so compelling. You can't turn us off. Brian, do you have any final words before we uh, bid the people adieu? We went under 35 likes, but, in, <laughs> but that's it. No more. No, no more. more. That's it. All right, guys. Uh, for Brick75, for producer Taylor, we will see you in the iRacing streets this Sunday. This has been Lowell's. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.